0: Hey, how's it going? It's everyone's favorite wannabe Filipino DJ, Angela Mendoza, here. Once again, talking with the Cloud co-founders, Ahad Arane and Osar Yamu. Today, we'll be discussing everything that the company has in store for their new social medium, as well as reapplying the concept of Lazy Susan to task management. Hope you guys enjoy. Thanks for listening. Okay, so... (laughs) So I definitely want to get into to what you suggested, Osar. Um, I I think it's a fun idea. I think it's something that you know you've had in in the work since the beginning. So um, uh, go ahead and and talk about um, kind of the inception of uh, of dot app and how that came to be. First off, just to give our our, our listeners a, a bit of a background, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Just one second here. Just let me just connect my headset.
0: Oh, like, yeah, we, yeah, no worries. You
1: no. <laughs> might, might have some echo back to the microphone if I don't do that.
0: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. Can you see hear me?
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Okay. All right, cool. So, yeah, the inception of Odicloud app, right? So, it actually started with Odicloud Social. It wasn't supposed to be... Uh, the app, uh, the task management app at first, but let me just kind of give you eye-level division I had, right, for OD Cloud, right? So the first thing I wanted to do was to build a network of consultants. Uh So that's always been the first goal, kind of, you know, I was uh, was working with two or three consultants, two or three um, three freelancers at a time, and, and we're kind of you know, chatting through emails and text messages and stuff. I said, okay, what if this becomes bigger than just three of us, right? So I said, okay, let me start what would be like a social media for freelancers or network consultants. I wasn't that ambitious at, at that time. I said, let me just start with network freelancers, build a social media platform, just connecting us and be able to share opportunities, collaborate, uh, just chat because it was kind of lonely to be out there as a freelancer. Just gonna kind of give us a little, a little stuff that we have, a platform that we have for ourselves. So that was really the birth of UD Cloud in the first place. That's why I called it On Demand Expert Cloud, uh-huh. which is basically on demand experts coming together and it's not something big cloud because it, it, keep, it keeps expanding. But that was the idea. So bring a network together, build a cloud of consultants always you know interacting together and growing your own businesses together. So that was the birth of it. And when I have from that idea to execution, then that's when it becomes tough. <laughs> so I was, I'm a non-technical co-founder, right? So basically meaning I have the ideas, but I have no ways to build it, right? So how do you build a social media platform, if you can code, if you can build anything, right? So I was like, okay, let's, uh, let's see what tools we can leverage to actually get started on something and see how far we go with that, right? So I tried a bunch of things, like I've forgotten what tools I tried before Slack, but I tried a few things before Slack, but end up choosing slack i tried even like a um, facebook group but it was it was too busy it was taking out of you know the core of what you wanted to do because facebook was just right there so i ended up choosing slack to kind of just bootstrap that idea of bringing people together so slack was really good for that so i've you know added more people to the slack thankfully slack had this free account right so i could just technically just use that and yeah, so that's how it started. I basically just try to use the Slack to build the social aspect of OD Cloud and see okay, now that the social aspect is kind of okay. You know, it's not perfect, it's not exactly what I wanted, but again, people are able to chat with each other and get help. Now that we have the other side of the marketplace, which is clients getting work from us, right? Getting clients on board. One of the other um, issue issues with you know the way client higher freelancers is the lack of visibility, right? They hire someone for a job uh you know they talk they talk about all the different things priorities they want to have done for the in the first call with, the, with, with this consultant and they get disappears you know it comes back maybe hopefully a week after say all oh, it's all done you know or not you know it's like just that time of them waiting for something to happen does create a bit of friction mm-hmm. for, for clients and same for consulting companies working with clients because they most likely have their own app they used to manage a task internally for their consultants but the, the customer doesn't have access to that, or even if they have access, it's tough for them to, you know, log into that platform and do all the stuff they need to do. So I said, okay, maybe the next step here, at least to just solve that problem, if we are, if we are to get clients to work with these folks, because there's also that trust issue that once you work with freelancers, you don't trust that much. So we have to really build a lot of visibility into the model. So, out of all the ideas that I had, you know, it goes all the way to managing payments for freelancers, networking, uh, introduction, whatever video app. I said the only thing that really is going to help me convince those clients that it's okay to work with Odie Cloud was to build a task management app, which is to at least to give them a task management app they can have access to, and they can, you know, technically see what the freelancer is working on. So, same thing. I end up not having a technical technical co-founder. And I said, okay, let me find other tools out there that I can use to bootstrap this idea. So I tried Asana, I tried other couple of tools. But again, it was me buying licenses for everyone, even buy license, buying licenses for my customers. And they're also having their own Slack, their own Asana. So I said, end of the day, I need to build something that's really proprietary to OD Cloud. And that's cool enough for people to want to use it from clients to freelancers. And that's why I started looking for a technical co- technical co-founder. So I went out there, you know, try all different ways to get a technical co-founder, reach out, reach out to all my friends that did a bit of coding. But in this process, end up talking with Vanya that she, she built this little app that I discovered one of the forums for Meteor, uh-huh. kind of a technology, um, net, um, technology um, workspace for people building that, uh, working in that Meteor space. So she was there in that network and we started chatting. She showed me a bunch of stuff she built. And we started start talking about freelancing, started talking about network of freelancers. And we just, like from that first, converse, from that co- first conversation, it just took off. <laughs> we started sharing more ideas about freelancing, more ideas about building a social network of freelancers. And at some point I said, okay, Vanya, you want to get off this chat or this forum and let's let's connect in San Francisco. So, you know, she came, she came to where she was in earlier at that time, I think. She came over. Went for a coffee, spent a couple of days together. Just walked the city and just share our ideas, and that's how Vanya came to the team and she started building this platform, starting with the task management because that was the only thing that was lacking from the Slack we had. Slack was good for making that network, you know, growing that network, but it wasn't. You know, we didn't have any way to manage client tasks, so we said, okay, task management is probably the least sexy, least sexy feature we had in our mind, but that was one thing that we needed to have to make sure we hold hold our consultants accountable and we give visibility to the clients. So that's how we started. Now the vision is still very much the same as the time we started. We wanna build a network that's really engaging and freelancers come in there and also clients come in there. So there's no barrier between freelancers and, and customers. I mean, it's a big vision, we'll see how that goes, but the goal is really still to build this network of experts talent and customers hiring them and make that conversation really smooth right they can work together they can collaborate again doesn't just it's not just for freelancers it's also for businesses hiring them so they can build a rapport right and it's easier for from that point on to say okay i like this guy i like a the way it talks about this specific module next week like like what, what what would it take to get ahead to join this project Right now, if you meet a on the forum like LinkedIn or you meet him on Reddit or Stack Overflow, you you see uh, this guy has an amazing talent. He's really good at what he's saying. You know, he's, he's telling you exactly what you want to hear. But there's a huge gap from you hearing what reading that content and hiring a for your project. Mm-hmm. So we're bridging that gap. So if you see a talking about good stuff that you think your company may need, it's just the button to basically book a to come work for you. Right. 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 So that's, that's pretty much uh, eye level what I was trying to build with Odikao.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, I definitely understand what, where you're coming from and everything like that. And I, I do want to give uh, Ahad uh, the opportunity to, to address a lot of the things that, that Osor came up with. Um, I, I do want to try something a little bit different with this podcast. Uh, not so much uh, too big of a surprise or too, too large a, a jump from what we normally do. But uh, I do want to sort of give the both of you guys the opportunity to, to just ask each other questions on, on this matter. Um, and eventually, you know, come back to me and ask me a question if, if you really want to, if you really need to, you know what I mean? Because uh, I love just listening. But uh, Ahad, um, yeah. you know, do you do you have anything to specifically address with, with what Osar just said?
2: Yeah, I think that... Um... So I think there's two facets here, right? One is, of course, this is this is uh, our, our vision is to have a marketplace where we can connect freelancers with, with companies. Um, I was actually just thinking about this last night because I was doing a lot of, as you can see, a lot of thinking last night, and a lot of uh, 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 taking down a lot of notes and ideas. So, uh, I mean, I know with the more and more I look into the feed that we've developed, uh, the more excited I get, because to me, that's, I feel like getting freelancers off of a Slack and onto a platform like that and getting that to work for me is a more achievable goal in the short run um, versus what we have to do for the task management tool. It's, it's, uh, um, it's um, I think it's a, uh, we have a more, a longer roadmap with a lot more moving parts to consider where we need feedback from those freelancers. But the key, the, the, the risk is that we, first of all, you don't want to present a product. To the freelancers that's not yet complete because there's a few people you can do that with, but for the rest, they're not going to be, they're going to have this initial impression and then they won't really feel the same way about going back onto the platform again, right? So I think that, that first impression matters for it to be a workable, nice product for them to be able to use that's providing them with value uh, where it's easy for them to, to find what they need to be optimal with their work. We've learned it, right? So we, we're, we're more comfortable with it. Um, I, I do think that the development of the feed and um, uh, will allow us to expand our freelance base significantly. So if we're at 150 now, um, if we uh, hone this in, we could probably have you know, 200, 300, even more, hundreds of freelancers on there already. They may not be looking for work, but they'll be incentivized to go there just because they can get the information they need to do whatever they're doing, whatever their day jobs are, whatever they're currently working on. Um, and it'll be a, a working place for them. And then when an opportunity arises, you already have that pool where you can either apply for a job or we can reach out to them and say, hey, are you interested in working on this? Um, And we don't lose any of that key information that we uh, may potentially lose that becomes challenging to find in Slack for other users. Um, And we're also building a a database of of, uh, key solutions. So. This is something, Osar, I wanted to discuss with you and see what are are your thoughts on on that. I'm sure you've already thought about this, but is that, um, how are we tackling these two things? You know, are we tackling them together? Am I right in assuming that one's kind of a a shorter timeline than the other? What's our, you know, what does that look like for us?
1: Going back to what's, you know, we have the social feed, we have the task management app,
2: right? Yeah.
1: I personally prefer the social feed type of work because it's more fun. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you bring people together. is a networking thing. It's, you know, it's fun. It's all laid back. The task management, honestly, is more of we have to do it. Yeah. Because I think when you build an app, you have to first think of, first of all, what problem are you solving and for who, right? Mm-hmm. So if you define those two things and, you know, it may, it may be different for some of the users that they are not part of that problem or not part of that... Um, like they don't have the same requirements, right? So yeah. if you think of the task management app, if I ask myself the question, what problem am I solving and for who? And you look at that app from that angle, it probably makes a little more sense than looking at it from the, you know, from the opposite side. Let's say for right now, I'm solving a problem about vis- visibility. That's one thing that when I get with when I get to a client, each time we're on, on these sales calls, it's great, we can do everything. The clients are happy to hear our pitch. Perfect. Now one week, two weeks in, we've been working with them. We've probably already sent them an invoice. <laughs> yeah. We sent them an invoice already for 20 hours a week or you know, like 80 hours a month. They have that invoice sitting on, on, on their desk and they're still waiting for something. You know, Okay, great, the consultant went to four or five meetings. Perfect, he took some notes. He probably used Asana on his side or he probably used a spreadsheet or use Monday or whatever app he's using. The customer probably used you know, Jira or whatnot, right? By the end of the day, they want to see something, right? They want to see something happening. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's just about, you know, send out, send out an email, say, hey, here's the task we spoke about, here's the due date. So I think for me was, once we get a client on board, we have to solve the problem of visibility right away. So it may not be perfect, but they have to see, okay, we spoke about these five items. Now here's the task list with all these five items, with people involved in solving it, and a due date. That first week has to be just building that task list so they can see what this month is going to be about. So again, if they have to get access to, you know, give us access to their Jira, give us access to your Asana, that's great. We can do all that. Make sure we document all that within their account and and give them that visibility. But sometimes it's more complex than that.
2: Yeah.
1: It's more complex We're so getting access to their system, we have to talk to the IT, there's a bunch of stuff. Whereas for us, if we have that tool on our hand, they may not, they may not actually log in, but at at least we say, okay, here's what we discussed last week, and we just basically send them a, a recap, a summary of the tasks we have discussed on our side, and just send that to the person that is the person who is paying the bill. <laughs> it could be CFO, it could be the controller. That person knows that oh, we took these notes, we have assigned people, there's due date. Of course, we can email for that, but it's just more more interesting to see how oh, these guys actually have processes internally to make sure nothing falls. You know, um, aside, and they can actually track all the stuff we discussed, and someone's assigned to that. So that's the problem that we have to solve almost immediately for the business side of things that force us to start with the least sexy app on our entire portfolio, which is the task management. And also, so that's for the client. And also for us as a business, right now we get consultants super busy. Okay, they use the client app like the client, the client Jira or the client Asana. I had and I, have no, I have no visibility to that. We don't know exactly what's going on on that JIRA or on Asana. If we're able to get more clients to use our app, then we can see real time if this client is creating like 90 tasks or due like tomorrow, we can actually see that and track that. You know, you guys are paying 10 hours a week. Great. But how come these many tasks are due like tomorrow? If you guys need the deadlines to be shorter, great. We're going to get you in the 40 hours plan and we can move faster. But with the rate at which these tasks are created, with the due date, it doesn't match what you guys are paying for. We need that as a business to ensure we're actually making profit of these plans, right? So so it solve, I think what I was trying to solve first was that visibility for the client and also us making sure we kind of track the work our consultants are doing either in a good or bad way because if they're doing great work, we also see it. If someone is knocking tasks off like on a weekly basis, like flying, you know, getting through those task lists very quickly, We can also know about that and, you know, kind of give them some reward uh, by doing that, right? So it's really that problem that I was trying to solve with the app, right? Again, that forces everyone to, you know, for the consultants, force them to log into some place, put a task in there, put a due date and stick to that due date. For the customer, it also forces them to be on a separate app at this point in time. Then once we get to that, you know, once we get to that, it's all about solving those frictions. We know we have to have those that visibility, we know we have to get that, those task lists built with OD Cloud app. Then the next step is, okay, how do we reduce friction? And that's why the the uh, Chrome extension came into play, right? Mm. Not everyone needs to log into the app to create a task. You can create a task from literally a Chrome, a Chrome extension. Even tomorrow, you can create a task from an email, right? You don't have to log into, for example, HubSpot. You don't have to log into HubSpot to track an email or something like that. So we have to kind of, once we have that, once we find the client that we, addressing the problem we're solving, and we have a solution that's okay, it's not always perfect, There is all about tracking what the frictions are in this solution and addressing them if we can. And if it's too big of a friction, maybe we need to go back to design, right? So that's the phase we are in. Yes, it's not perfect, but we're definitely trying to reduce the friction. And if a friction is too, is too, is too bad I and mean, there's no way to fix it, then definitely go back to the drawing board and see what makes more sense, right?
0: Right, right. Um, Ahad, I do have a follow-up question uh, for you. But before we get into that, do you have any any follow-up um, notes for what Osar just said? Uh, no, no, I'm good. Okay, okay. Um, so my follow-up question, really, I, I know it's not difficult for you to to put your Week consultant pants back on and, and answer this from that perspective. Um, so my question really is, is that were you... Um, a full-time OD cloud consultant working with the clients, how exactly would you envision all of these tools benefiting your work? And, uh, you know, what exactly do you feel, you know, we still need to shore up in terms of working on uh, or developing something else to help, you know, get your work done efficiently and effectively?
2: Uh, Yeah, that's a good question. I think, um, I think we're, uh, I think that there is no tool out there currently that allows me to, do my consulting work best. Like I think there's tools out there for task management that are applied much more broadly, right? The, um, um, I, I have yet to come across a tool that'll allow me to, for example, not only let's say track time, uh, but look at all my deliverables, be able to actively update those deliverables instead of tracking them into an Excel sheet. And then also, you know, Uh, also levels of automation, right? Something's coming due. There should be a list of those that are high, uh, that are critical or a high priority that are coming due uh, that I need to address uh, along with details of what those, what those items are. Perhaps if there's something, you know, there's also communication efforts, right? So one, one idea that I, you know, I haven't brought up yet because I was thinking about how to uh, think about this, but, you know, I think it would be great to have a feature where we can sync uh, our calendars with uh, a cloud.app where, you know, you have a meeting, so you those meetings show up, and then you can click and take meeting minutes within app, and then you save it, and an email goes out to the client, right? Saying, hey, this is what right, we discussed. Right. And so anything they want to clarify then gets tracked in the app as a conversation thereafter. You never have to basically leave it. Um, you know, everything is is there because, I mean, for as a, as a consultant, a lot of my time is spent in these meetings. I do the offline work after, but literally I'm spending maybe like four or six hours a day just creating new tasks for myself, right? Uh, so having these meetings automatically will, will uh, you know, track in app allows me the flexibility to make sure I don't lose track of anything. Now, instead of having four windows open, instead of having OneNote open where I'm jotting notes and then having Slack open where I'm having conversations and then having, you know, NetSuite open where I'm tracking NetSuite, I'll only have two screens. I have my app screen and I have uh, NetSuite open. And that, that for me, ideally, is going to be uh, the point where I can say, okay, you know, now we're now we're in good shape, right? All all my chats are there, my uh, um, help section and everything else is there, um, and ideally, that's I think uh, uh, the goal. And there's probably some other features that I'm not thinking of right now, but uh, those are just a few ideas that I had in mind already.
1: Yeah, and right. I can like tell you, just kind of following up on that, that's that's really the vision we have for this app because there was there was going to be someone else talking with, Vanya. There was going to be a central entry point which is, you know, the path of least resistance, which is going to be the feed, because honestly, everyone that joins our Slack today, directly, they get it. I'm asking questions, I'm getting answers, great. So that was going to be kind of the least, the path of of least resistance. So they're getting through that. And just think of, you know, you join any, you know, because we call it platform also for that reason. So it's not like the task management app is an app, right? But the entire OD cloud technology, we've called it Mm -hmm. platform. In the sense that once you join, you have options to enable... Task uh, apps or not, right? You have the task management app; is an app you enable or you disable. It's all it's up to you to choose. Video chatting—that's also one thing we spoke about. Being able to record meetings or have your meetings automatically within the app uh, within the platform—that's also one thing. I think when I was thinking like eye level of this platform, I kind of put my consultant app on. Mm. It's like what are all the things, just like you had. What are all the things I do as a consultant that I can I could technically leverage a better tool for. Yeah. Right now, I have to combine four, or five apps together to get to the point where, like, to get to a point where, where I'm trying to go. For example, for a meeting, I'll combine Hangout. I'll probably combine use Loom to record a screen and you know a video for my customer. Probably taking notes on the side on um, on the um, on the Apple stuff that I have uh, notes right. So I'm having like four or five tools on the same time just to get to one thing that I want to do. I do you combine all of that into one. And one, one thing I mentioned I had about the task list, like, you know, right now, every app that has like a task management, mm-hmm. it's always going to be list based. They give you a list of stuff and you go at your know, pagination. I think I mentioned this on this like earlier with her. You know, the goal is, I guess, there's a bit of procrastination going through your task list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone does that. You know, okay, it's Friday. Let me just go through my task list, mm-hmm. add some more. But what I was talking to Vanya about was that this list should be intelligent. Right now, for me as a consultant and the algorithm I'm telling Vanya you to think about, is that I have four different clients. Not all of them have the same priority. And you know, you know, some are big ones, some are smaller ones. I want to be able to rate those clients. So if this is a tough client, great. In my task list, if I have any task that is critical and has a due date exactly are the same as the other task below, but use the client to tell me which one is priority. Like if this client is a crazy client, I want me to get stuff done and I know he's paying the bigger bill, like he's paying me more than the other guys, use that criteria to help me organize my task list Yeah. so when I come in automatically my most my higher priority clients most urgent tasks closer due dates bubble up and I can just start with that and knock things off same as we have a status called easy right you don't realize how sometimes those low-hanging fruits can go a long way right mm-hmm. so having the status of a task that says easy is super important so if I'm close to a due date and all the tasks all these tasks below you know, are called easy bubble them up because maybe those they are just like five minute work and there's a lot of value I can get from those. So that's why the status easy came to play because there was no way to track easy in any other platform. But yeah, that's kind of very consulting words, like having an easy task so you can knock off very quickly, bubble those up because starting with those can give your clients some time to think about those while you address the more complicated stuff, right? But yeah, 100% ahead. I think that's the hat you have to put on once you look at the app. Definitely look at this as the ERP of consulting, right? (laughs) Anything that you need to run a consulting business or a consultant consultant life needs to be part of this app for sure.
0: Right, right. So it it very much sounds as if, um, you know, what we're really looking for is an all-in-one platform. That allows you guys to get your work done, you know, effectively and efficiently. Um, but I, I do, I, I don't think we really addressed uh, the second part of my question. So I do want to readdress it, not just to Ahad, but also to you, Osar. Um, what are a few functions you feel are are still missing from the OD Cloud app that you could possibly still add, that we still have, uh, you know, a desire to possibly look into? See, this. this-
1: I would say 20% is built. 80% is still just out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if there's any specific function. There's a lot, you know. Right. I think, there's yeah. a lot. I think also the reason why I don't, I, didn't, I didn't try to push to build something that's final. First of all, it's, it's expensive because we only have one, one technical co-founder. So it's so only 24 hours a day. But also I didn't want to overbuild it. I think I'd rather go to the consultants and say, hey, here's what I think of, you know, be a good tool what, like anything that's missing, right? So, I would try to see, I would try to build from feedback and really requirements already, you know, given by actual users than building something that's been so much effort to sell it, right? Uh-huh. So, I had, went to, I had spent some time on the app just by being on the app for an hour or two. I see a bunch of stuff that's already coming up, and those are great features that we can build because I know if I had is having the same thought most likely 80% of the people in, the, in our space are having the same thought as well. So yeah, to answer your question, there's a lot of things that we haven't built yet. So yeah. Yeah, I think so, I think that,
2: the, so sorry to cut you off, Lazar, but I, I can resonate with that because um, there's so much that you can build, right? In a product, it's just about like prioritizing what is it that's going to provide the greatest greatest value at that point in time, which is again, what brings, back, brings me back to that subject is that the the goal and 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 um, the light at the end of the tunnel for the overall app is 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 much further down than the than the than the feed, you know. So uh, if for me, one is like you know in, in comparison. Um, for me, the in, in in again, this is relative. So the feed is still a challenging uh, objective, but in relation to the overall app itself and the task management features, it's probably a you know a lower hanging fruit. Um, so. I, I do think that, you know, um, we need to, uh, we need to increase kind of usability and adoption on there. And I'm excited because when I look at that feed, I feel like it's almost done, right? Like I feel like, okay, we just need to add a few, few things to it. Whereas the task management platform look at it and there's so much that we still need to do. Um, so that's kind of my perspective on it. But I do think that, uh, you know, that if we were to get a product like this in front of, um, uh, our, our team and like uh, in front of freelancers in general, there's, there's no reason to leave, right? There's no reason to, to leave that type of a platform because, you know, instead of going through different forums like Reddit, you know, going to NetSuite thread, then going to like NetSuite, NetSuite user group on LinkedIn and asking questions and then going through a bunch of like spam articles that are just like, you know, advertisements and stuff like that, you waste a lot of time looking for information, um, that you, we want people to be readily be able to find just to get their job. Um, so I think that's that's the key goal there, and uh, I'm interested in seeing what Vaniol comes with for for the for the algorithm here.
1: So yeah, on, on the feed side as well, there's also a tactical problem we trying to address as quick as possible, which is knowledge base, yep. like, you know, the knowledge what we gather. Right now, we've kind of outgrew, like, you know, Slack in that sense, that all the messages we have right now goes only back like a month. Like I'm having this amazing discussion we had about something, you know, we came up with a solution after going back and forth for a few hours. We resolve it. Like now we find the solutions, all documented on Slack. And the next thing you know, a month after that entire conversation is gone. Mm -hmm. So even for us as a business, we can't, you know, we we can't afford losing knowledge.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: One you know, I think the task management had is, has its own issue to resolve at a point in time, but now this knowledge is probably going to take the higher priority because knowledge our knowledge base needs to be you know needs to be ours, and we need to be able to tap into anytime. Uh, it doesn't now Slack doesn't allow us to do that, right? So, yeah.
0: So I think my follow up question there is, um, you know, everyone's currently on Slack, you know what I mean. Um, when exactly, if you can give me some kind of ballpark timeline here, do you plan on having the community kind of migrate over to the app and, you know, the, the odcloud uh, social? Two weeks ago? <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, no. I, I mean, I think I think what we wanted to do, so we're not going to migrate into our community at once. We're going to have, you know, a bunch of uh release and having some people that, you know, that are patient enough. <laughs> to help us walk to the first huddles of using the social feed. So technically I reached out to a few people already, you know, uh, kind of the uh, super users of OD Cloud to help out. So that was supposed to be two weeks ago, getting them to just, you know, just write just one article. We don't need much for these feed to start working. We just need to be able to post articles, put a bunch of links in there, uh, tag people, um, you know, just have that conversation started, right? And there are, there are other things like, you know, being able to build a network that you can start doing from that point on. So that was just the easy MVP that I wanted to release, you know, writing something, getting conversations started, being able to connect with other people, period. So that's two weeks delayed now. But again, I think once we get that out, then we're going to walk through, you know, probably the consultants that already work for OD cloud. I'm th- thinking about Nirosh and people that are already kind of having our network, a closed network. And we can explain to them, hey guys, you can you, you see a few bugs are in there, but don't don't leave us. <laughs> just give us the information, let us know what's not working. And I think that'll probably be a month of just having them play with the tool, write some articles and stuff like that. So I think we'll be probably a month, a month and a half, so we can get everyone to start seeing this and start converting from Slack to uh, our own feed.
2: Yeah, in yeah. And I feel like there's going to be a, I can't wait. Uh, s- sorry, Angela, I feel like there's going to be a transition period there too. It's not going to be immediate, right? Gonna be a few people that are going to be early adopters and a few people that are going to come in a little bit later, but we are going to have to of course urge and push uh, folks to try out the tool. Um, and I think the more, um, you know, and we still have to think through this, but I think the more people that join, the more feedback we'll get. So probably not like have everyone join at once, but have like, you know, some, some, again, like are mentioned, some close people join earlier so they can provide us with some feedback uh, of things we can resolve or add and then have some, you know, a larger chunk join and then a larger chunk. So I feel like Slack is not really going anywhere, at least immediately. Uh, but, you know, um, we do want to start transitioning away from that um, and, and make this tool, um, you know, even better and easier to use than Slack in terms of finding things, getting responses and so on and so forth.
0: All I was, I was going to say was, you know, I'm super excited to have the rest of the community kind of go onto the app and give us feedback. Because I mean, that that's really what we need in order to, to help develop and help grow the, the, um, the platform and whatnot. And I definitely want to hear from everybody and make sure that we're all on the same page. Um, but as far as today's podcast goes, uh, you know, we still have 15 minutes technically on the clock. Um, however, uh, I do want to kind of uh, states explicitly that I'm very much appreciative that we are having this conversation just so that we have a very strong uh, very concrete audio record and video record mm-hmm. of uh, you know our vision for um, the app and and the feed um, so unless you guys have any other questions uh, I'm perfectly fine to, to end the podcast here uh, if there's anything else you guys want to converse about feel free uh, but yeah uh, I want to open the yeah. floor
1: There's one topic I'm always excited to talk about is the lazy Susan topic. I don't know if I already read that. Did, did, did. you read the lazy Susan topic? I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> so let me explain, we have just a few sure, minutes sure. here, but let me explain to you. So so there is this idea of uh, going back to the task management app, right? So we have you know task. you have different statuses, you know, uh, you know uh, in progress, in, on hold, and all those different statuses that you can imagine for any task management app, right? So a couple of years ago, I was working with this uh, this company, and these guys are amazing at being efficient, right? They are, their company is a very small team, but they you know they make so much money and just like they run the business so so effectively. And we had the discussion with this. I was talking with the CEO once um, at lunch, right? And he has read like so many books about you know performance enhancements for athletes and whatnot. And he came up, he said, you know, my company we use the Lazy Suzanne stuff to run the Everything that we do, it goes from closing a deal with a client, manufacturing, or anything that we need to do is following the lazy Susan model. I say, can you explain? It's basically what it means that first of all, for every line of work or every task, you want to have the least status as possible. And what you want to do instead of having like multiple status that says, "Hey, I'm working on it," "I'm moving to this guy," you know, different status, you keep one status, which is basically the table is turning. So think of it. So first of all, lazy Susan. If you have been to a Chinese restaurant. It's basically, a table that turns right, right, so different meals on the table. Once you're done with your part, you spin the table, it goes to the other person, so the table keeps spinning, right? So instead of having this task follow different statuses and you basically trying to track that, just have one stat, one task that have one status. Basically, we need to get this stuff done, <laughs> right? And once you finish your part, don't, don't try to put a different status, switch it to the person that needs to follow up with the next action. If you blocked, instead of just putting the task assigned to me was that is blocked just don't block it push it to the person that can help unblock it right so it's always keeping that task moving if you hit you know there's a roadblock somewhere think of who can help you elevate or remove that roadblock once you have that person in mind turn the task to that person and assign them to that task make them accountable for removing that block so since then you of steady my mind right that's okay how can you build a tool that actually have this concept of Leji Suzanne behind the scene, right? Everyone that uses this app, the first thing they tell me, hey, Osa, I I need more statuses. I'm like, (laughs) so I'm like, oh, I spent all time designing this stuff and everyone wants statuses all over the place. And I'm trying to push out this idea of Leji Suzanne that the less status as possible and also make this task, you don't have to be the one assigned to this task all the way through. You can reassign that to a different person and it keeps turning. So I'm trying to figure out a way to sell this to the uh, users. Maybe I, I, I may never be able to sell it, but uh, I'm a, you know, I'm really a, a missionary in that sense that I truly believe this concept of having tasks pass on to people and they kind of resolve it together is much more effective than having so many statuses where something gets stuck and you don't know who is responsible for taking it to the next status. So yeah, that's just one topic. I think we're probably going to have more talks on about that, but I would... I would hate to lose that because I just feel so passionate about what the guy explained to me about how they use that concept within the business. And that's for everything. It could be for, as I said, sales, manufacturing, accounting. Everyone across the entire company follow that, that same concept, right? So yeah, I don't know how. if you have any thoughts about that. We have like a few minutes left. Uh,
2: no, I think it's an interesting concept. I, 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 I know we talked about this a couple of times and I think uh, it's because I'm thinking of it differently. And I haven't adapted to that approach just yet. Uh, but again, I think there's uh, there's a lot of areas where 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 it's trial and error. This is something new to me, so I'm more than happy to try it out, and see how it goes. Um, you know, I think we're at a stage where it's not a big deal where we can't quickly adapt to this, but we want to make sure that whatever it is that we uh, uh, the path that we take is something that also um, is something that freelancers on the platform are also in sync with and understand how it functions. Again, I think it's just that not everyone um, is going to automatically be able to grasp it like myself. So we may need to provide um, some sort of feedback to them on, on um, um, you know, how the reasoning behind it uh, or how it functions and kind of, you know, how to, how to properly use, Some of those features that we're that we're building in, but other than that, I think uh, you know it makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. and End of the day, I think we have to provide options. I would probably see this as you know we Audi Cloud have these crazy ideas of managing tasks this way is a default setting, but definitely definitely you can turn it off and do your own you know your own planning and your own execution of projects. But yeah, this is I think as we go through this platform, one thing I like to keep in mind as well, Angelo, you know, I think we have to think differently, like. We're not gonna reinvent project management, it's gonna be there. We're not gonna reinvent social media, we're not gonna reinvent community building. But as we do this, we're trying to think of you know ways that you know we can say there's a signature to what OD Cloud does. I think when I was talking with Alex back back then, talking about branding, right? It's not it's not often like you know the biggest stuff that the customer remembers about you, it's just something that's really about OD Cloud that's different. But right. it's a bunch, it's a combination of different things they're doing in all different areas. Like, you know, I right, right now for us, our signature, at least for the sales side, is bringing in our consultants way ahead in the, in the process. Yeah. Like, they are with us in the first discussion with the client, which is in consulting, never happens. Like, the sales guys sell the project to the client, then once they're done, the client signed the deal. Then we bring on the staff, right? In our model, we bring in, we bring them in the first call. They're like, oh, crap. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm actually part of this. So it's cool. But then you create that signature that once you have that signature in place, you just stick in your mind and like, what it is that's about Audi Cloud that's so unique. So it's just little things here and there. So it may not be this, this issues and stuff, but again, as we build this, we don't have to stick to what we've, what we've seen. Uh, we can definitely put some imagination in place and see how we can make ourselves different.
0: Right, right. And I, I think this is something that we could bring up tomorrow for our yeah. podcast episode yeah. to see whether, my, you know, what Derek nice thinks right? about it. Yeah. Um, like I did mention before, uh, there is a, uh, a large rather significant surprise twist that I have planned for uh, tomorrow's episode, but uh, I'm excited to, to talk to Derek uh, and kind of bring him into the conversation and see where he's at in terms of the OD cloud uh, vision um, I mean, I think it's already pretty significant to note the fact that he is already pretty much all in uh, with the referral, uh, you know, the referral initiative that we had. I'm so happy to see that he brought in not one, but two clients, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct?
1: Two already? No, almost two. Almost two. Yeah, almost, almost two. two. That's, really
0: that's really awesome, amazing. man. Yeah. um and and like we were talking about before and uh before our first episode i mean he's quite the character so uh super excited to have that happen um and i just want to confirm with everybody here that uh, you guys are still on board with uh tomorrow at one yep yep, um, yep that works okay perfect all right, then I, I will let you go. It seems like you guys have other uh, commitments to get to. Yeah, um, so I,
2: everywhere.
0: <laughs> yeah I know, I know. Um, so, yeah, I want to let you guys uh, get to that. So, otherwise, a great session, great brainstorming session. I'll have this up um, and available for you guys to listen to over and over again to make sure that we're, we continue to be on the same page and we continue to work towards the values and um, the end goal here. Perfect. Thanks, Angela. For Thanks, Angela. That. Appreciate it. <laughs> Definitely. All right, guys. All right. Uh, have a good one. Talk to you guys yeah. soon. Awesome, okay. thank you. Bye-bye.